Brett Perigo, tonight's second place finisher. Plenty of fans here, Brett, and a solid second place finish. Yeah, I got to shout out the uh, Turn 2 Terror Boards over there. Uh, they're all a bunch of good guys to hang out with, talk to. I, I really like them. Hey, I'm talking here. <laughs> you know who you're talking to? Macho <laughs> Man! <laughs> On my way to Monday Night Raw! second one <laughs> <laughs> your choice it's a oh. trap i feel like it is like he's, he's setting up fights in the front stretch is what he's trying to do <laughs> Devin Borden with us at Keen Motorsports Shop here with Kyle Keen. Sitting here with Sean Keen. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about racing history. Yep. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Turn to Terribles here. I am here with Jay Z this week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, this past week, there's a lot of racing going on here in, in uh, the PA area. We had the All-Star Circuit of Champions in in the area at Bridgeport. Williams growing, of course, at Port Royal for the White Girl Memorial, where we spent most of the weekend. Um, we also have some Ward of Outlaws stuff to talk about. Lincoln also ran a race and uh, some other things to talk about. We're also kind of simultaneously watching the postponed Coca-Cola 600 and also the Ward of Outlaws are actually running right now, so... Racing weekend is not even fully over. We're already talking about it. So, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. In recovery mode a little bit. Uh, slept yeah. in a little bit. Got a little bit of rest. Uh, hopefully get some more tonight. Uh, great weekend. A little sunburn. Uh, a little bit sore. A lot of walking around. A lot of standing. Um, yeah. Late nights. Uh, but worth every every minute of it. So, wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, for sure. It was a, it was a great weekend. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, our campsite at port was kind of like a mile and a half away <laughs> from where we normally were, but uh, it was, it was worth it. It was a great time. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, we might have a guest on later. We'll see. Um, Brett Perigo might be joining us. 
Uh, but we'll see. He's we'll, we'll see if he comes on here. Um, but let's start with, I guess we'll start with Bridgeport on Thursday. Uh, the All-Stars were there. Um, really, the biggest takeaway from this was the scary, scary incident uh, with Justin Peck. Very lucky to walk away. Um, it was the uh, start of the feature. Uh, looked like Macri slipped, trying to avoid some t- tires on, on the start, and and just bobbled in front of the field and caused a big chain reaction, and that caused Peck to get the worst of it. He hit the opening right before flag stand there and it actually completely uh broke off his it looked like it completely broke off the chassis very lucky to be walking walking away he didn't race the rest of the weekend um understandably so but um glad that he walked away from it uh that was the that was the main thing um who even won that actually tyler um, courtney tyler courtney that's right yeah that's so what i mean won. like the rest of the race like mm-hmm. after yeah. that I mean, it wasn't a bad race. Um, you know, I there's a few things from that. You know, I think thankfully Justin's okay. At least it looks like that from his social media. Um, you know, I'm sure that that sudden first, that very first hit he took where the opening was, the that sudden change of direction is probably what you know probably banged him up a little bit more than anything. Because after watching a, a few different angles, you know, he got hit, but he didn't really get hit that hard by other cars as much as that first hit took care of a lot of the yeah. Like, was very much the blunt force type impact, uh, change of direction type type deal, and G forces involved there. So, uh, you know, did it do its job? Did it not? Did it fail? Did it fail in a good way that it saved him? I, arguments can be made there. I'm not a physics major. Ultimately, he walked away. Looks like he's going to be fine. Um, you know, and it's another conversation of like, did anyone ever talk about that opening publicly or out loud about it until now? Like. Yeah. What we've learned as race fans over the years in any discipline that if there's a place that a race car could find a dangerous place to be, they find it. And we've seen it over and over and over again in all disciplines. So I feel like, you know, and I'm not going to blame Bridgeport here, but every track should always be evaluating at all times going, okay, what could happen? Yeah. And where could the bad things happen? That would be random, low chance, but could happen and would, would be a big thing. So yeah. I think it, every track could look at themselves in the mirror and say, let's just reevaluate our stuff and go, well, they, they would never crash here. Well, obviously that's not true. So anywhere you think a car can crash, they tend to find. They'll find um, it. <laughs> but, you know, Ty, uh, Tyler Courtney wins that race and, you know, looked really, really good. I mean, uh, there was definitely some contenders and I found it kind of interesting that he was that good there against our guys. I shouldn't be surprised, but I am a little bit. Yeah, our guys don't run there as often either. So it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a neutral track, but well, it kind of, it's as neutral as you're going to get in the area. Right. If it's as neutral as it's going to get, does that mean Tyler Courtney is that good? He is very, very good. He is. Yeah. But is he that good compared to our guys on a neutral site? I don't know. I, I just think the track position helped. He was yeah. in control of the race. Yeah. He likes to be elbows up. I think it fit perfectly. I'm not taking diminishing or taking it away because he, he won the race. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have loved to see what Reinhardt would do from second with a fresh, clean track. Because he had he, a good battle. He was running around the bottom there really, really good. And and obviously Macri was on a mission. Um after after that initial lap deal going to the work area, coming back and, and finishing third or fourth there. So it was entertainment. Uh entertaining. I, I was entertained on a Thursday night. 
Oh, Harvick's going through it for a spin through the infield here. On See? the stretch, I don't know what that's about. You're a little bit ahead of me. Is it a little bit? Yeah. I'm on lap 44. But then I'm watching it on my phone in front of me, and I see a car flashing. Oh, yes. I just saw it. Oh, man, that sucks. He was running good, too. He had a good run going. Put him in the lead on the ticker. Oh, here we go. Oh, Harvick's on the bottom. Reddick. Is that Reddick? Yeah, Reddick. And, oh. One of them uh, gets title four in Charlotte, and they uh, race it for the same spot and gets a little bumped down across. Yeah, we've seen, Whether, we've seen you know, that how that goes how today. That goes <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, right off. Of, yeah, I see that right off already. Tough. Hey, he has some, a little bit of time to come back, maybe. I don't think there's too many cars on the lead lap. So. Yeah, I mean. Uh, 42 to go. The win's probably out of the question, question, but he could probably come back and get a good finish. He's been running pretty I mean, decent. There's still some laps. It depends if anybody pits or not, but 42 laps. With this caution, with no debris, they'll go to they'll be what ten yellow green ten yellow flag laps. Here. They'll, they'll make it a ten lap caution somehow. But anyway, um, no. But Thursday night, like I said, I was entertained. Thankfully, again, Justin was was okay. Uh, yeah. Just a scary scenario that that kind of thing happens that that far up in front of the field. You don't see that very often. Um, and typically, you know, it it goes kind of like that in a sense where multiple cars pile in. So there was a lot of uh, yeah, and that was the other thing. There was a lot of cars that piled in after that. I know yeah. Austin Bishop tore it up. Uh, there was a lot of cars. I, uh, a little bit of controversy, too. Uh, was it Tyler Ross and Tyler Ross. who was the other one? Two cars were DQ'd for drivers getting out of the car, which I don't know if that's the move at that point when we're all worried about Justin Peck. There's no, yeah, like, it depends. So, yeah, it doesn't depend. The rule is the rule. I didn't see, we didn't get to see much live. They had it initially on Justin and they, and they moved the camera away. So, we couldn't tell. Did they get out? No, we weren't there either. So, if anybody right. was there and truly knows, I'm not just going to take someone's word for it here. If you truly know, did they get out of their cars and go rush to see Justin? Mm. I find that a little bit like, okay. But if they just red flag out of the car because it was junk, they're DQ'd, they're junk anyway. Like, like they're done. Car's trying to make this a weird thing. Like they didn't announce yeah. it on TV. That's that's kind of what I was saying. Like, do we have to go out on social media and say that they're DQ'd before we even know what's going on with Justin Peck at that point? Like, we knew he got it out of the car, but like, I don't know. It was just yeah. I feel like this happens with the All Stars more than anyone. They do this weird like the role thing and weird times and DQs over weird, like, I don't know. I, maybe it's just, maybe it's just me, but I feel like over the years when these things happen, it's like an all-star thing. I, I don't know why. Like, yeah, it definitely, I, mean, I don't like know. Maybe thing. I'm just overthinking that, but you start getting anyway. flashbacks to, uh, to Susky a couple of years ago. Yeah. The last <laughs> half the field thing. Travis Garner in the chat. What's going on? Turn two terribles. What's going on? Shot guy. Long time. No talk. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, so yeah, that was a Thursday. Uh, there was some talk too about the track a little bit. I know some people have been throwing the surface around a little bit. I thought it was okay. It was a little dusty, but I don't think it was terrible. Um, Tony Sharp here, oh, five and the 55. Malaire, and Dominic Malaire. I think Dominic Malaire. Oh, yeah. Dominic Malaire. Blake Anderson said the driver's got out of the car and went to the work area. Well, I mean, they're done at that point. So do we really need I to go over anyway. That they're DQ'd at that point. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. It just didn't feel right at the time to me. 
hundred percent. I mean, I listen, if I was in a race car and my car got some damage, I don't know how much, and I'm worried about the driver because I just passed something scary. I'm probably getting out to help the driver. I mean, if I started 18th and I got damage on lap one, I'm going to get out and make sure the driver's okay versus like the guys that were in front of it didn't know what happened. They're not going to park their car and get out. Those guys drove by or through it, knew yeah. they saw what they saw. So if they did get out, like I, I would too. I mean, is, is that, a, you know, is that that's the first time I ever seen an open red before lap one? <laughs> I thought that was. I mean, I get that they were sitting there for a good ten minutes, I but I just, just because I didn't understand. Tracking. I guess why not the open red at that I point? Yeah. But at the same point, yeah. like unless your car is damaged, why at all? If they said tire pressures, if they have a bleeder yeah. that's not working, or you have a bleeder and the tire gets too low, temperature, you're sitting there for that much time, you're gonna want to check them anyway. So. I don't see the harm. It didn't hold anything up. So no, it was just it was just weird. It's yeah. just like like oh, open well, up. I would imagine that conversation probably the way the work area is there. There's officials in the work area. All the teams are in the infield. I would imagine that there were teams probably talking to an official in the infield like, that yo, were like, across. Yeah, we're sitting like, here hey, 10, 15 minutes. We got to right. go check stuff. Or not yet. Right. I mean, is if the track was the one who initiated that conversation, but I would venture to guess the teams were the one going. Hey, we're gonna be here for a while. Can we go out and check tire pressures? Yeah, you know, so I I get why they did it. It was just I don't think I've ever seen it before. Lap one, I, I can't say that <laughs> I, I've I've seen Lincoln was what lap four a bunch of weeks back. They had an open red. I think on lap four. But that was after that three was cautions. I've seen. Right, that, that was for cautions, but they ended up having a red and then did an open red with it. So, um, yeah, that yeah, lap one. I don't know if I have either. I'm sure it's happened, but yeah, but then something new every day. So that's Thursday. Uh, shout out to shout out to Alex Robinson. He did a good job calling the uh, modified race that was there too. He was, um, you know, he's a he's a friend of the show. He gives us a shout out from time to time on Flow there. So we we appreciate him. And uh, it was a good show. It was a good showing, I think, for for that track. They needed a. I wouldn't say I shouldn't say they needed. They, they they're trying to get more sprint car races, so they need when they have. Sprint car races, they need to have and a good I showing. I feel like so. when the sprint car, the major touring series do come around, that it's always been an attraction. Uh, I think that because we live around here and we get to see kind of their their story, that they've had a little bit of a challenge this spring um, with, yeah. with a lot of things. So I think for them, it was like probably a breath of fresh air to have a good race, have a race go off. Now, again, Justin Peck deal sucks. But yeah. generally speaking, good race, surface was decent, you know, yeah. I think it was good for them overall. So yeah. um, hopefully that means to leads to a good rest of the season for them because they've had a bumpy start for sure. Yeah. No, hopefully they, they get it turned around here. Zane Smith's in the lead. He gambled, didn't he? That's interesting. Anyway, anyway so what's Friday. going on Friday? Um, Williams Grove, all-star circuit of champions, uh, sprint car only show. Um Lance Deweese with the win. Uh, pretty racy surface. I'm trying to jog my memory. Um, I'm Uh-oh. Who's wrecking? Almondinger is at Blade. Or, they're uh, like four uh, wide. Up. Oh, yep. Oh, is that Logano? I don't know who the other car was. Logano, Harrison Burton. 21-22. Who is that? Cautions, precautions, man. On three, four wide, you have you have guys in front. Zane Smith, you know, he's out there on old tires. Who's the forty-seven? Tires behind him. 
oh, Logano got a piece of it, and then Harrison Burton just was in the wrong place, wrong time. No one looked too um, damaged, though. So. Yeah, don't too bad. Friday night, oh shit, Lance won. Who? What was the top three there? I gotta look. I gotta. I gotta. Because I knew we swept. Yeah. Oh yeah. That it's not even a question anymore with uh <laughs> when the All Stars come in, and unless it's like Tyler, I, I, I shouldn't say that because like, Zeb Wise has been pretty good. Of course, Tyler Courtney, but um. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to try to pull up the results here. Oh, Dash is pushing off now, too, for the Outlaws. Oh, All right. You want to watch the Dash? I'll watch the Kurt. I'll watch the yeah. yeah, sure. That's <laughs> uh, Dietrich was second. Macri was third. That's right. I knew that. Um, yeah, Dietrich came from 11th. Corey Lyson came from 17th to 8th. Brett Marks, 22nd to 10th. He had... He had That's some right. issues early in the night. Yeah, motor issue, right? So yeah. didn't even make a lap in hot laps, didn't make a lap in time trials. Uh, passed a few cars in the heat, got into the B, second in the B. Uh, actually took a lap in time trials, I apologize. Took one lap, and it was middle of the pack. Yeah, uh, it was good for night, so. It was good because the track fell. It, it slowed down a lot, and it still was a yeah. decent lap, you know. But we got uh, it's some... Uh, Luke Ritz here saying, love that you're watching a race, too. What's up, Luke? Stop. We don't it, stop. It doesn't end, man. Like, it's cool to have it on a Monday. We got a, we got a cup race. We got a World of Outlaw race on a Monday. <laughs> it's sort of a holiday. It feels like I worked a little bit this morning, but it doesn't feel – it feels weird that it's Monday already. Um, it's it's just a strange day, but – and there's a race after this race yet. They've got the Xfinity race. Yeah, they still got to finish the Xfinity race. better race of the day, for sure, I would imagine, like it always is. Uh, also, Matt, Matt chimed in, our our, uh, our friend from Dan Anda. Good day, fellas. Archerfield Speedway is having its last race this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, and it closes for good. Sad times in Brisbane, also. Brisbane, Queensland. Happy Memorial Day from Dan Anda. Thanks, hey, Matt. Thanks, mate. Uh, so what's the weather like down there right now, man? What's, uh, what's the weather like in... May in uh, Queensland. So we have an Australian buddy who races eye racing with us, but I think he's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where geographically. Yeah, I'm not sure where. Uh, I don't know. But exactly. yeah, it's sad to hear a track weather. closing down, though. That's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah. What's know? up, Ant? Thanks for checking Aunt in, Bay? dude. Uh, so, so if you guys don't know, Ant is the uh, crew chief on the double zero. K, he's the OOK car, not to be confused with the oof. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, so a little bit on each car there. They have a 358. They kind of they got an engine issue with their 358. Uh, they threw a 410 in it, not only for Bridgeport, uh, BAPS last Sunday, Bridgeport this past Thursday, and then and they passed uh, like 10, 11 cars in each feature. So I was going to say they look good. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> Kyle really kind of take a liking to the 410 in race trim. Uh, I know they kind of talk about really working on their qualifying, you know, stuff, but I mean, the guys ran like two, four, 10 races in his life. So, um, you know, they'll yeah, figure really that impressive. out as a group and, uh, hopefully get to 358 back together so they can be on the track more. And then, uh, the, the oof, the zero zero F, uh, looks like Chris Frank took a big spill at BAPS, um, Saturday night. So, uh, pretty torn up race car there. I saw a quick clip of that on his Facebook. Uh, uh hopefully nice. he's okay. Not banged up too bad and he can get back out there soon. So. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I saw it actually it was funny. I saw a Facebook little video. Somebody posted and tagged him in a post and it had uh thinking of Chris Frank today and it had a sticker on the back of their car upside down. It had a sticker <laughs> <laughs> it had it upside down on the car. 
I mean, not to laugh. It's you know, it's never good. But uh, I I chuckled a little bit. Whoever did that, so um, dash results: McFadden, Macedo, Coifoid, Selzy, Abreu, shots. McFadden ran away with it. So, it's kind of I'll be your starting there. six there. Oh man, how many tire samples do you think they'll take? <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Just confiscate all his tires. Um, that, that probably pisses him off to have him winning after he just come back. Uh, plan on being back go. at the Grove on a ninth with 358. Pulled the 410 out today. Well, nice. uh, Matt they're, they're says it's back. 19 degrees Celsius, sunny uh, on the Gold Coast. Dude, I know. Listen, Celsius. listen. I know we are Fahrenheit snobs, but what the hell? How warm is that? I would say that's probably about like 80 degrees. You, you think? Fahrenheit. Like, I, I guess I'll Google it. Yeah. 19 Celsius. Okay, I was a little off. 6.2. You're not even close. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I, I know Fahrenheit. I know zero and zero is the same in both. That's, well, that's all I know. No, zero is 32. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't it's matter. zero is like freezing. Whatever. I'm American. This is an American Luke, holiday. We're going to chimed in. Uh, he just started the dirt documentary with Kyle Larson. Uh, have you guys watched it? I got through, I did start the first one. I got through like half of the first one. I got a <laughs> time, buddy. Uh, so I heard some second ones out. So for me, I always, I'm like a binge watcher where a lot of them get like four or five of them out. And I'll just go through all of them uh, versus like my impatience. I can't do one and then wait a week. So I might just wait, but I've, I've, I mean, it's great. The start of what I watched was awesome. I've heard good things about it. Did you watch yeah, them both? I, I watched both of them. They've been awesome. They finally got their Chili Bowl now. There's like two full episodes of the Chili Bowl. But it was all really good, and they, they do a lot of good backstory. Honestly, that documentary, and then the other thing that the Outlaws was doing that that's on CBS, they're both like really good for the sport. They give me – you know what was going to happen, like a drive to survive kind of documentary style, but they're good. Like they're, they, they're, they're interesting, but, but this Dirt documentary is really, really well done, so – I'm excited to see the rest of it. <clears throat> They'll finally get. Basically, it's been following Kyle Larson and Justin Grant around mostly. Now you'll get into like more Tyler Courtney and Timez, I guess, too, as well. Yeah, so, yeah, good. I highly like, recommend. What I like about it so far is that, like, we're obviously fans. We're kind of connected. We're plugged into it a little bit, and we're enjoying it. We already know what happened. We kind of remember. We're enjoying it. So it's made for not only like people like us that follow the sport and are, are in it a little bit, like, you know, pretty close to it, watch it every weekend, but it probably can also attract the fan who doesn't know dirt or doesn't yeah. know our sport. And it can do both. So I Kyle think Larson's that, that gateway too. Yeah. You know? It's really well done when they can entertain us as race fans that know, and maybe not the, not the race fan and maybe bring some more in. So good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Matt chiming back in 71 sprint cars nominated. Wait, we have 71 sprint cars have nominated, including Jock, Jock Goodyear, uh, the All-Seed champ this year. Uh, Glad Peck is okay, for sure. I'm a big fan I of Jock. I, I cannot wait to see Jock. I hope he gets a chance to be in a, an American car one summer and see what he can do over here. Uh, I've, been a, I've been a fan of his for a couple of years now, watching him kind of grow like kind of grow up and beca- become the All-Seed champ. So I'd I really like to um, see what he can do over here, you know. Um, It'd be cool. Yeah, and when they said when we said nominated first, I'm like, I forget that that means like that's how many cars entered. are like entered. Yeah, entered or <laughs> registered or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Luke, one more here. Uh, cinematography on it is amazing. I want to make a <clears throat> Central PA Posse mini doc. That would be really cool. We've been actually kind of talking about some stuff behind the scenes about trying to do some stuff. But uh, if we're gonna, I don't if think we're gonna do it. Luke, Luke's the guy. Um, he does awesome work, man. Yeah. So, hey, maybe we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll team up, man. Team up. We're just dumb enough to come up with some content. You know, you <laughs> film it. We'll, we'll do it. Let's 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 fucking do it, man. All right. What else? So Friday night, Posse dominates. Um, Posse dominates. Good track surface. It was two lanes. Um, yeah. It widened out a little bit more than usual. Um, so it was a good bounce back weekend. I feel like for them too, as well as a track. Um, not much more to say. It was a little bummer for Brent, but it was cool to see him come through the field. Um, and Lance being Lance, and there goes Cindric. Wow, whoops, I forgot. I stopped watching for a second. Yeah, hard. Well, so yeah, that's it. That's that for Friday. Really not much else to say there. Um, shout out to them. Shout out Posse. Getting into the meat of the weekend, though. Port Royal. Um, you know, Weikert weekend. I I love this weekend. I, uh, I camped out all weekend. Um... Just we anytime I try, I love camping at Port. First of all, they they're always doing something to uh, upgrade and make the fan experience very good. Um, and this weekend was no different. Uh, Friday night was an old fashioned racing wise, old fashioned ass whooping uh, by Anthony Macri. Nine seconds he was leading by, just ripping, just absolutely. Rail in the top. Uh, Devin Borden was quick time, and I really thought it was going to be. I really thought it was going to be his night, um, but Macri said nope. <laughs> he just he was gone. Uh, the format too. I really liked. I I didn't even know what the format was exactly until. Yeah, shame on us for being like yeah. race fans. We were so confused. Like what? What? Okay, yeah. why are they drawing for ten spots? And then where's the dash? Oh, this is the whole feature. Oh, that was a. Yeah. Wait, they inverted eight? What? And that was Pat. Like, we were just behind all night because we were enjoying the event. Yeah. Um, and, like, which you know you're you, – they got something good going on when you don't even realize what the format is and we're race fans. Like, we didn't look ahead. We didn't – I mean, we – honestly, it was an all-star show. So, like, I should have known because I know this always has a unique format every year. Yeah. But I never, it never crossed my mind. I'm thinking all stars. It's all stars. Well, I also get it confused too with Tusky too because Tusky will do a different format. Mm-hmm. But I, I get the, I get them confused, and also I feel like the Tusky one kind of changes every year a little bit. This was, I, I feel like this has been like this for the Weicker words, like a car invert with passing points, which is my, that's my favorite type of format too. Is we, we you factor in the passing points. I mean, it does kind of. It's a little weird, like Blaine Heimbach won a heat race and he had to go to a B main, but that, yeah, but that is what it is. Time trial still. Time yeah. trial matters. You got to be good in all three phases. And you know, I, I, as you, as we're talking about the format, it makes me wonder because Danny's very involved in this event, right? It, it's mm-hmm. Weikert. It's that's his sponsorship. And I, I feel like early on in the last five, eight years, he's had a pretty big hand in this event promoting it. I wonder if he's ever had any influence on the format. I wouldn't. Doubt it. I mean, I'm sure he because he's whether he guy. actually has a direct influence or not. We know he's a guy that gives his opinion whether you ask for it or not. You know what I mean? Which will 
kind of indirectly, you know, maybe influence something. So well, I'm sure. All-star show, right? How often do the all stars go away from their format for anything? Exactly. Yeah. So, so like how that came together is always interesting to me. Uh, that might be a question I have for Justin Snyder. Maybe I need to reach out and ask him that and, and kind of get the story on that a little bit on, on how that conversation happens between the sanctioning body, uh, you know, and, and keep it because I love that it's a sanctioned race. I love that there's extra cars in for it. Yep. There's big money on the line. It creates, I mean, it, it just creates a, a something. Could, could our, could our guys do, if we didn't have a sanctioning body, if it wasn't a, if it was an unsanctioned race, could we still have a lot of cars and good crowd? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I think it adds something to it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's on flow with a bigger audience than mm-hmm. a normal, maybe Port Royal weekend. When you have the all-stars attached, it's more, na- a little more national. Bring some outsiders in sometimes too. You yeah, know what I mean? so, and it has, it's a, it is a two day format. There's an overall champion too, as well. You know, Anthony Macri ends up being the overall champion for the weekend. Cause he finished first and second. You know, reminds me of like the Gator, like at Volusia, you know, yeah. work for to work toward a Gator, not only for the winnings, but also the trophy. And, right. you know, and there's so many people who talk about that trophy. That's what they're going for. That's what they want. Yeah, for going sure. For. So, it's it's a lot like um, that, actually. Now that you bring that up, it's a lot like winning a Gator. Like winning a Gator. You win in the pool, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. Yeah. So Friday night, Macri wins. Also, shout out Logan Spar. Six for six. Unbelievable. Awesome. Just stupid. I mean, you know, is that car in the tech shed yet? Every yeah. every night. I think that that series does a pretty decent job. I think. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. And really, I mean, those cars are they're, they're not that they're easy to tech, but the sealed motor. There's certain right. things you can that are obvious you can and can't do. Like I'm not a. I'm just making a joke. I'm not implying anything. I know he, he but, is. He is a wheel man, man. Like it's listen, just... I'm sure there's some competition out there thinking it right. Like. <laughs> It's not us. I don't know. Like, listen, whatever. But this kid, six in a row in a series that's been around a while and with some really good race car drivers come through it. You know who the record he broke, who owned it, right? No. Logan Wagner. Really? Had four in a row at, when he was with Pass. He broke the record, and now he's extending the record. He's yeah. out to serve. So, oh, no. in a row. That's insane. Yeah, that's it's, it's very impressive. He did it now in two different cars as well, he, you know. You know, he's mostly in the Eschenau car, but also he did it in the family car at at, at Path Valley. Um, and he's doing it on all different tracks. He did it at Path Valley, a little bull ring. He did it, he's doing, you know, ripping it up at Williams Grove and Port Royal. He was real with big tracks, Sealands Grove, you know. So, um, yeah, just uh, really impressive. Just, uh, he came over and hung out and turned two with us a little bit on Saturday night. Uh, awesome dude. Just a, Just a good a good young driver, definitely somebody you got to keep your eye on because, yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, he's staying three hundred five or you bump up. We talked to him already. Go back and check our interview with him if you, if you haven't already. It was a real yeah. good time. Yeah, we had him on fairly recently. Oh, they're wrecking big time here off of two. Of course. One, well, there's Logano, the fifty four, the five. Oh. No. Yeah, it was Larson who lost it. Did he? Larson lost it in front of the field. Right front looks down on it. Oh. Good for Blaney. I think Blaney's going to win this one. He needed a win. I mean, can the guy like be more overdue? Not, yeah. It's not possible. And he's dominated most of this race between him and Byron, really. Yeah, they've been up front all night. Um, <clears throat> what were we talking about? Um, oh, Logan Spar. Yeah. So, yeah. like, 
here's the, here's like the way the, the the weird the sprint car world is a weird place, and I find myself being so much of a fan of the sport that I look at the kid and I'm like, I'm a fan. And this kid's yeah. just twenty. I'm forty one years old now, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. and I'm like, dude, it's Logan Spar, bro. Like, I'm I'm fanboying out, like, yeah, like yeah, that's the right guy, there. you know. So, and he's just a he's just a good kid, man, and good family, and um, you know, they're they're very thankful. I mean, I, I, I stand there and hold a camera and they were super complimentary on, I think one of my posts, you know, thanks for hanging out, watching three Oh fives and staying for the other stuff. And I'm just a fan of the sport. So I stay, you know, as much as I can, um, I, every race I go to, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like I've said, you know, here before some of the, the, you know, the other divisions, the, the second divisions, a lot of times those guys are way more, verbal about their gratitude for people they in the photography and the announcers and you know the tracks and things like that they're the ones that really are more vocal about being thankful that people hang out and watch and stay and do that so uh it's a great family they're doing a great job mm-hmm. logan wheels the shit out of it so kudos to him for sure yeah so that was that's saturday um if anybody was there at port royal with Carl there, he was at the basically the turn two terribles mascot. We tried to win the uh, tailgate contest on Sunday. He wasn't enough, but it was okay. I don't know who won it. Actually, he's enough, he's enough for us. He's enough for us. Carl um, saw we, all the shenanigans all weekend. He sat in that chair all weekend. He never moved. He just it, he stayed. He was committed. He watched everything go down all weekend. There's a lot of kids that were coming, like little kids running around, coming up, laughing at him. It was cool. It was, it was cool just hanging out at the campsite and. And just seeing all these people driving around in their golf carts, people thinking they were waving at me. Now nah, they're waving at Carl. Yeah, but Carl's a fan favorite. Um, <laughs> we, we're we're just you know we're, we're all witness. Here. We're all witness. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so Saturday going into Sunday. Then Sunday they had a bunch of festivities. Uh, like I said, they had the tailgate contest. They they brought out donuts to the campers. They I remember them doing this last year too. It was it was just really cool. They they're just so appreciative of everybody coming out. And they and they give back and and come out and it, it's cool to see guys like Earl, you know, and everybody with the track come out and just shake hands and give out some free koozies and, and talk to all the fans out in the campground. I, I think that's a very unique thing to them because I, I don't experience that at any other track. You know what I mean? You at all? It, it's just a very different um different type of vibe there between the campers themselves. Even the security's all cool and. And everybody, it's just it's just a cool atmosphere. So um, that just adds to it all. And then um, huge crowd there Sunday. Um, it was a very big crowd there Saturday. And um, but Sunday really popped off. Um, Listen, as you're talking about it, like these things are like coming back. I, at one point, you know, the night was going on, and I looked at the stands, and that's a big place with a lot of seats. Yes. And it was hard to spot big gaps anywhere in the seating. Like, I'm not telling you that every single seat was full. No, but, but it wasn't like, oh, there's infield, no rows or you anything take like infield, that. Fill in every seat, right? You still have a full infield. Like, yeah. it, it was a massive amount of people. And Justin actually, I think uh, the track made a post today about breaking records. Yeah. I, they didn't say what records, but I'm telling you, man, there. it was as full as I've seen the place any night. Yeah. Tusky. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it was, was a little bit less than Tusky last year. The past couple of years with Tusky, Tusky really packs it. But it was almost on par with that. I will say that like it was 
it was very yeah. close. Uh, and they, they, you know, just good for them. Uh, they've been having some really bad luck with weather, not being able to get races in. And they had, they, they were like, I think they had like six cancellations or seven cancellations so far this year. Yeah. So I think I made every race up there, but one. And I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've been there three times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and, and like, man, I wish it was like 20 minutes closer to me. Cause I just go there every weekend. Yeah. Like I, I would, I would not go anywhere else. Um, the drive makes a little bit of a debate, you know, yeah, depending sure. on the weather and what's going on and, you know, being at home or whatever, but man, like I, I have no reason to go anywhere else other than where some of my really close friends race, you know, at, at other tracks. So uh, if, if it, you know, if for whatever reason they quit racing or want to go to port, I'm never going anywhere else on a Saturday night. <laughs> so yeah, what is that? They, yeah. They just, everything that they do, they're always constantly uh, just, they're just always staying up with it. You know, not it's not saying anything else with other tracks. It's just what Port's doing is is right. a great job, and they they just ran a great event. I know Justin posted too. He like they, him and Earl were very hands on with everything this year, um, and and it were all that hard work that they sure. put in really paid off. So shout out to them, um, for sure. And the set, and then you know the racing Sunday, surface too both nights, especially Sunday though. I thought was a little bit better because um, Sun uh, Saturday it. And, you know, it started in, um, oh, it looks like we have a guest. Uh, Saturday, it looked like it it, uh, it it slicked off really, really quick. And it was under the sun. Saturday, Sunday, we had <clears throat> a little bit more cloud cover. So it held, a, and they put a little bit more moisture in it. It's still, you know, very racy. It was a great surface. Um, but, you know, Lance wins <laughs> the, the 29K. Um, you mean he won the pill draw? Did you, he won the yeah, pill draw? Yeah, so there was some controversy there. Um, you no, know, no, so no. there was some made up controversy. Yeah, yeah. I saw the clip. I'm like, he's not. Bullshit. It's stupid. Yeah, it was very dumb. And even if whether Lance was starting, if he if if Lance obviously if he starts tenth, it's a harder thing. But if you think that's taking him out of it, right? And he wouldn't have had the same shot. You're right. crazy, <laughs> you know. Like he's listen, always he's good. Anthony Macri come through the field from 19th to pass right. every car in the field. So, like the whole idea that that just gave him the win is absurd. And 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 then like no, he led all 29 it. laps. Like, like so, if he was fast enough to lead all 29 laps, I think if he's starting like eighth, he's probably still coming through the field, and it's probably going to be maybe a little bit more. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed win, but he's going to be a little a bit more difficult. But yeah, now it's still happening, dude. I'm telling you, he got out to a lead at one point. That was you know pretty significant there he was going through three and four and i'm telling you it sounded like a 305 it was barely running dude it was like <laughs> yep through the corner and just pulling away gapping him that car was down settled and it was right man people that will go and talk shit on port too they'll be like oh it's all all you do is rip the fence up on the top go ask lance Maybe. deweese he never ran the fence once he ran middle or bottom and he was pulling away gapping them he was gapping them. He had and like Cunningham, four lap cars between him and Macri at one yeah. Guys are knocking the fence down. Can't catch him. And he's doing yeah. quarter throttle through the corner. You know, like, yeah, he's different. They're an alien. That's a super team. All of that. But it's still Port Royal. It, it, listen, I, yeah. The whole pill draw thing, get over yourself. Stop it. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. Anyway. And honestly, shame on people for. Kind of. Trying to make it more than it is. Yeah. Like, making it way more than it is. I understand, too, because you. You're used to a dash race to set it up instead of just a draw. I get you it. You had 29 laps to go lose it. So, 
Right. F-O. F-O, people. F-O. So it was a great race. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk ab- about the uh, the wingless sportsman here in a minute because we have a special guest. Um, but just to wrap up on on the Weikert four um, tens, uh, the best move of the weekend was Zeb Wise in the heat. <laughs> that was he Mike was Walter's he came. Yeah, I felt bad for Mike, but because Mike led like that entire. Uh, that the whole, he, he ran the whole thing until turn three and four. Yeah. yeah, and you didn't even know Zeb was there. Like it's well, so funny watching it. On, I knew he was there off the two. Yeah, and yeah, had yeah. Momentum. He yeah. had momentum, but I didn't think. I but didn't if you're watching it, or, yeah. If you're watching it on flow, you had no clue he was there. Yeah, I, I see him go in down, down a backstretch in second. Had momentum, but I don't know what's going to happen. I see the checker flag. He comes around. He's eight car lengths ahead of Walter out. I'm like, what? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I saw the highlight today finally and was like, holy shit. That was wild. Yeah. That, that was just a, it was a sick move going middle three wide. And then when I saw him, I'm like, all right, maybe they'll drag race. Now nah, he was gone. Like he, and he marched through the field there. He was really fast. Um, he was pretty impressive all weekend. Tyler Courtney was pretty good too. Um, those two guys were were pretty fast most of the weekend. So out of guys that weren't posse guys, um, I'll give them. Yeah, some and I mentioned this in a like a chat that we have. Um, you know, Zeb Wise was extremely impressive this weekend. Um, all, all weekend. Um, coming back from he had a concussion. Um, where's he at here? First, okay. You know, we could probably talk about this later, but I'll, a couple things. Mike Wagner, number one. Oh, yeah. He's age, yep. He is ageless. This guy at Port Royal, like, I've been going to Port Royal now way more regularly the last three years. And I've seen Mike Wagner finish ninth, 12th, 10th, 7th. And then he gets on these weird runs that he's what? super, super fast and super yeah. good and can do it from any direction in any format in any way. And that was this weekend. Every time he hit the track, he was fast. I don't care if it was time trials, a heat race, he was inverted, he wasn't, whatever. This guy was on it all weekend. And he comes home with a two podiums. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Two podiums. So as far as a local guy who was like super impressive, other than the expected ones, right? It's got to be Mike Wagner, number one. Uh, next, Hunter Schoenberg. He's really good at Port Royal. He's secretly... Good at Port Royal, and I noticed him. Uh, You know, he ran sixth last night, and Zeb was seventh. And uh, Zeb was very impressive. Watching him run the fence, how hard he was driving, he was making daring moves. He's not uh, Port Royal isn't too much for him, and it's not like he has tons of laps there. So Zeb Wise is the real deal, in my opinion, and I think he is going to continue to be. If he stays in the wing stuff and he, you know, whatever he does, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with nationally in whatever series he ends up in um, a lot. So, um, hey, shout out Cody Lehman, made the A main. Um, uh, yeah. You know, got, he could put it in the show. Mike Walter put it in the show. Uh, Ryan Smith. You expect Ryan Smith to kind of make that show, but listen, it's not easy to make. No, um, there's four. There's 40 cars there in the pits each night. Um, yeah, JJ you know, Hickle made the feature. JJ Hickle so. was decent. Yeah, you know, I know he's only had that's so only a second and third run there, I guess. You know, so he he was still pretty good. He was, you know, Port's not an easy place to just 
unload and be good at, you know, yeah. go ask half the outlaws, you know, for two, you know, and the other all-stars. Cause it, it's, you need laps around there in order to be able to, to Figure really be able to rip that top, you know, and be well, fast. And it's not that they don't have the courage or the ability. It, it's really getting the car under them that they have the stability to do it. You know, I, I listened to, I think Hunter Schoenberg talked about that a little bit, like really getting comfortable to how to make speed here. Cause they call it the speed palace, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's fast, but it's not like locked down wide open fast. You, you gotta be able to get the car under you and be able to, you know, get traction and be able to get through the corners and down the straightaways. And that combination is very unique for a big track. That's that type of racetrack to not be just for, for a half mile track, track right? for a half mile track. They do lose time, you know, when the track hooks off, but for a half mile track, they catch lap traffic so quick. Like within yeah. four laps, I think both nights of the features, they're in lap traffic, you know, if you have a full field. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Ten to go at Charlotte. We got Blaney, Byron, Truex. Yeah, the outlaw features have started. We're going to bring in uh, someone who ran yesterday at Port Royal. Um, our very own uh, Brett Perigo. Let's bring him on in. Brett, thank you for j- hopping in, joining us. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Uh, not you get too some bad, rest, man. buddy? Or did you get some sleep? <laughs> no, I've been up all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't get home till probably like uh, 2 in the morning? 2.30, I think, yeah. 30? Yeah. Yeah. That was when I left. I hung out at the camper for a little bit up the campsite and left. And there were still a couple of sportsmen in the back pits. I'm like, man, I hope that's not Perigo. <laughs> <laughs> no, just about right after you guys left it, we got out of there. Yeah. But almost must have been having a party. Uh, going yeah. on. It ran in so many almost on the way home. Let's <laughs> uh, go, man. Uh, not bad. How about yourself? Good, man. Tell us about your night. Uh, how'd it go for you? There is. Uh, it started off like pretty good for me not liking well not not really not liking big tracks not running good on big tracks <laughs> just i struggle with them I, I don't get enough laps on them to, to be consistent enough you know so you started uh what seventh out of eight in the, your heat or were you dead last seventh yeah yeah you were seventh in the heat and you drove to second third third drove to Which, third on a track you don't do well at and you don't like big tracks you don't get a lot of laps seven to third don't don't lie to us okay <laughs> you, you don't bring that shit here and try to tell us what you do and don't like you go seven to third against guys you race with weekly and they get like for it so what what worked for you in the heat there uh, i just finally got the balls to, <laughs> to go up top ripping the I top mean, baby <laughs> I got, see, I, i'm not finishing back here i mean i i, I, I want to try to run the best i can and just Follow them for a couple of laps, and I said, I had enough of this. Is I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, so and that's kind of like you kind of like were peeking out there the very first lap of it, like peeking out a little, like, okay, can I go up here? Is there anything up here? And I think, the you know, if you're going to make that oh, work. Shit. First... Sorry. Uh-oh. So there's a red flag at, sorry, Lawrenceburg. Bill Rose is trying to kill somebody. He's trying to fight somebody on the track during this red. Is it Logan Schuhart? Right, let's go put this he, they're holding him back. The the officials are falling down trying to hold him back. He's oh yeah. If you got dark vision, oh, Billy out. Rose, man, he wants a piece of somebody. His car's. I was out, I was sure. nervous because it went red and they did not show anything. 
And that always makes you nervous. And then they cut to Bill Rose trying to kill somebody. He probably would, too. <laughs> he seems like he's got that old school strength, like a, like a don't, don't mess with me kind of thing. He practically just walked the entire track. All right, Jim, you pay attention. So, so Brett, kind of what we watched there, you kind of started seventh, right? And what I was thinking watching that, like, I know your your division, your cars are going to fight for the bottom. That's what you do at port for the most part, especially when, by the time you guys hit the track again, there was not a, a cushions on the wall already at port. Yeah. So it's not really a cushion, right? Um, Even the wing cars couldn't go up there in the feature. I mean, right. The wheels so, went around the bottom. 100%. So, like, yeah, I kind of saw you peek out there a little bit. And uh, no, Bill Rose does not have a helmet on. Um, no, uh, he's he walked back to the car. Now he's walking back to where he was to the. Yeah, he's just the he's just pacing all over the track. Right now. His he car is an opportunity to sprint across the track. Yeah, his car is destroyed. By the way, so hopefully we I don't know what here. happened. The only other car I saw that was there. Why is Logan Shuhart around him? Yeah. But traffic, someone it? in uh, in our posse chat is saying Cole Macedo. Well, that makes which would not sense. surprise me. All right. So, um, but anyway, like you kind of peeked out around the top there, and it looked like if you could get some momentum up, you were going to make some ground because everybody's kind of fighting for the bottom. They're trying to get their car under them to get off the corner, and that's kind of what worked for uh, Logan. Is going off on the hook here, or he's getting pushed off? Top <laughs> he's getting pushed off. It looks like just his wing. Yeah. Cole Macedo, big jump. Cole Macedo. Cole Did you Macedo, say Cole Macedo? Big Cole? I thought the other Macedo, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I said Cole. Um, but um, and it, it just kind of worked for you. Was it difficult to find the balance between driving the corner hard, keeping the car under you, and, and but yeah, trying to keep momentum to get off the corner to pass cars? Was that a challenge? Uh for other guys, it probably just comes natural. <laughs> Me, I'm just so uncomfortable there that like I mean, the heat race was probably the best I've ever felt on a big track. I mean, and I, I know I didn't really get that close to the wall, but I felt like there's speed up there. And I should have, watching the replay, I should have actually like ran like how bored and immaculate of them do. I feel like they had to driven quick, but is it, it's it's tricky for me. Like the, the no wind to let off and how much angle to put in the car. Because I'm so used to running bull rings like uh, past Valley and when trailways was open, just like don't, don't you just go down there and dump that thing and get back on the gas. I mean, it's it's completely different deal at port. Just... Yeah, and it, it it looked like you were kind of learning as you went a little bit. You're like one and two, and maybe you can help me like understand this. One and two, the both sides of the track look very different. Yeah, when um, you're going down the front stretch turn, one looks like a ninety degree left hand turn. <laughs> you going down there, it, it just looks like how are you ever gonna get this thing turned? <laughs> and and it looked like in one and two, like you really had kind of you swept up up high, and it was like, okay, when do you get this thing stop sliding so you can get back down the hill, not lose enough mo, not lose enough to that car that you can get the momentum down the hill to still pass him and clear him again for the next car. Um, it looked like once you got in rhythm a little bit that you were kind of like, okay, I got this figured out a little. And it worked in the heat race for sure. So you got up to third, which put you in the redraw. Yeah. And you drew the one. Drew the one. It was either so... the one, 11, or 12, or something like that. And <laughs> I was happy to pull the one out. <laughs> so when you pull the one, do you pull that in front of a group of people, or you just kind of walk up, do it, and walk yeah. away? We're all standing there. I mean, when some people, when they pull the number, they walk away, but most hang around until the very end. So when you pulled the one, and did you tell anyone around you you got the one? No, I just I 
uh, pull it out, show it to him, and throw it right back in. Well, not throw it back in the bag, but hand it to him. I think right there you should have showed it off to everybody standing around going, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah here we go. Here's what's going to happen tonight, boys. Here's what's going to happen. Okay? The 1A, the 2A, baby, right? So, um, You've been racing long enough. You've been around it your whole life. It's Wiker weekend. Finished third last year, right? Second. 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 Yeah. You ended up second last year. Any butterflies? Any nerves? Uh, I'm past that stage. Just okay. like, uh, I mean, I try not to let this stuff bug me. If anything, I try and get in my head like the just do good and really, really put pressure on yourself because I think racing is ninety percent mental. I mean, like it, if if you're if you're running good, no matter what your car is like, you're gonna win that night or run up front. It it just doesn't matter if you if you have in your head that you're gonna win, you you probably will win. Okay. Well, you didn't win. Um... I know. <laughs> Too much action going on tearing two down there. <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say because I'm like, all right. Uh so you got your heats were after the all-star heats, and then you came out and did that, and we're like, all right, he got in the redraw. We're all hype, we're all high-fiving. And then we saw that you pulled the one, and I'm like, I don't even care about the the four ten <laughs> race. I can't <laughs> you know. So Every time you're coming out, we're yelling and everything, and it was, you know, I then I'm like, man, maybe we're too putting too much pressure on him. Maybe we should act like we're not even here. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I like seeing you guys down there. I mean, it's just like every time under caution, I look left down there. I just see so much action and craziness going on. Turn two terribles, buddy. Uh, and listen, the, you want to know how we found out you pulled the one before we the lineup was read? Do you know how? Did my sister tell you guys? Your sister yeah. was down there. She was hanging out with us in turn two. So, <laughs> and when she walked up, she came up or she came down or whatever. I don't know how she knew we were there. Or I, I don't last year, because the last time when we met her, you brought her in, I think. You yeah. brought her in. And I don't know what night that was, or whatever. But when she walked up, I was like, huh, wait, that's so it, like a year ago. It's funny. So after we peeled off from you, Jay-Z, when you went in the and we went down to the infield tunnel. We got we got in line right behind her. We're like, oh well, you should make sure you come come down. <laughs> so that kind of how that how that happened too. So Brett drew the one, and we're like, let's go. We were right, dude. So yeah, we were that. Like, she, she actually texted me uh, saying, "I'm in line." There's like 50 Brett Perigo shirts behind me, or something. <laughs> she said. <laughs> she said, "There's a That's lot awesome. of them." Love it. Um, and then we were just like, can we get this 410 feature over this so we can watch the Wingless Super Sportsman race? So um, we were like, who cares who wins this 410 feature? Like, we're here to watch Brett Perigo, you know? So, um, so what was uh, what were the challenges in the feature there? Um, it, it was slow, around the bottom. Nobody would really the bottom, even the leader, nor was like, you know, Tony Jackson or Schaefer. They really didn't move up. They're guys that were in the fence. So what were the challenges you faced and 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 what can you learn from it uh we just got the car too tight if the track really didn't change it from the heat race to feature we probably should just left it alone because that's the most comfortable i felt uh just we changed it and thought and you, you think you're doing all good changes but th th then you learn and it, it felt decent the first five laps i actually got beside brian coming out of the corner a couple of times and then just it from there on just slowly slowly decline just keep going backwards and i Probably so trying too hard the last five laps and gave up like three positions. But yeah, the last lap you went you went up against the fence. And, that, I mean, uh, that, that wasn't planned. 
<laughs> yeah. Like shit. I already yeah. lost no, I already lost a couple positions. Might as well just rip the top. <laughs> now we were uh you know listening, you know, going backwards is never a great time. Missed the setup a little. You ran all the laps, that matters. And you know, we talked a couple weeks ago at uh Path Valley. And, you know, I, I'm still getting to know you a little bit and, you know, we race on iRacing and you're in and out, you're, you know, you're, you're really on the road a lot with, with your dad and, you know, yeah. you're kind of, we, I, you and I were sitting there talking at Path Valley and saying like, like I run like 12 races a year, like that's it. So if you think about 12 races a year, that's a lot of time not racing. So for you, it's still like, yeah, you've been doing it for a while and your family's been in it forever, but for yourself as a driver, it's, it's almost hard to get into a rhythm when you go see a racetrack and you're not back to see it again in six, eight, 10, 12 weeks, or maybe at all the rest of the year, you know? So, um, you know, to run with the guys who are running, you know, Brian and Wilbur and, you know, all these guys that put in a lot of laps for a lot of years is impressive to, to be able to battle with those guys. So, you know, kudos to you and your team and your dad. And what is up next for the Perigo racers family racing team? Uh, my dad will be at Williams Grove on Friday with Yusaki's coats in the 360s. <laughs> I think that's actually 5,000 to win. Yeah, it's five grand to win. Yusaki's. Oh, I was yeah. not going to go, but I'm going to go now. <laughs> Wait, can I go? I don't know if I can go. And uh, it, I'm really looking forward to I'm going to be at Grandview Speedway on Saturday with the sportsman. And I won that race last that's, year. So I'm, I'm you, really You won what you thought was the last race there, right? Yeah, I mean, I, at the time, I was the last, like, sprint car type car winner there. You like that track? That's, I mean, I, I know, like, it's not, it's biased because I won there. But even before I won there, that's probably my, my favorite track ever to race on, to be honest. No sure. What do you like about it? Just, I don't know, fits me. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I, a really good I, track. I mean, the corners, both ends, it's got a little bit of a hill, right? Like, yeah, uh, I, I can't really pick good. out one thing. It's just. I just feel natural there, you know. So naturally, yeah. I might like it. And you guys rip around there pretty good, I assume. You guys, yeah, I, I ran the top all all last year. Of course, you did. <laughs> if there's one to run, you're running it. So <laughs> fair enough, man. Um, so, how much racing did you watch this weekend, other than what you were diving into for yourself? Did you get a chance to watch anything? Uh, like like a port, anywhere, uh, anything. Oh, I mean, like uh, Thursday, we watched Bridgeport, then Friday, uh, watched Williams Grove all in flow because we were in the shop working and stuff. Okay. Saturday, uh, me and my dad went to Winchester, Virginia with Yusaki's coach. And that's probably one of his favorite tracks, to be honest. But it Saturday, it just wasn't, it was like Ohio and hot laps. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it, it took rubber like halfway through the heats and it just wasn't that fun. But I mean, it, it's same for everyone, but it's just one of those bumper tag deals just around the bottom. I, I think he started seventh and finished there or something like that. I won that race. charged up. Preston Latimus. Latimus. I think he's I 14, 14 yeah. 15, something like that. He's young. I know that. Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed him last year. He won. Did he win? I, he won at Lincoln. He won at Lincoln. I think yeah. I was there that night. Yeah. He won at Lincoln. That kind of was a name that I was like, what's going on here? And I've kind of like watched and followed and like two weeks later, he was in a 358. And I'm like, Wait, who is this kid? Like <laughs> what is happening right now? Like it's a name that I didn't really know. And it was like, boom, now he's running two divisions. And I'm like, what's happening. Um, so uh, you guys are going to Williams Grove for the big one. And, and honestly, I bet your dad's probably pretty excited to get back to the Grove. Cause I think 
he was feeling pretty good after the last one all the way up to fourth uh and then had that you know that incident happen so um, does he like running the grove is that something he enjoys or just kind of it's another race on the schedule it, i mean I, I wouldn't say like his favorite place but i don't think he hates it just yeah it's he i think he likes running new places anymore and the growth he's turned a million laps there because the sportsman's ran, ran weekly at william throw and had the saturday night series so I, I think he likes more when we go to like some of these unknown places in ohio and indiana and all that because it's just i mean i like it too i like seeing new tracks all the time just, yeah, and now run the uh, silver crown too right so yep. what is what's up next with silver crown uh, our him. next race is going to be Port Royal with during Eastern Storm. Couple and, weeks. And, yeah, we're undecided if we're running both 410 and Silver Crown, but Silver Crown's definitely. Oh, man. I listen, no, no, no. If, you help, if you got to run two cars, you need more help because you got two cars. I'll, I'll help. Yeah. I'm putting the camera down and I'm helping. So you guys <laughs> tell me. I have no problem. Red flag, y'all better get stopped. You're going to get penalized. Yeah, what's going on? They crash them out some more. Spencer yeah, Basin, based in. Knocked out of it. McFadden's still leading after 22 laps. <clears throat> I just see red flag and car still rolling around. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm hyped for that Port Royal show, by the way. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm more hyped for uh, uh, Kurtztown USAC experience. That's, I think that's that a must be event. Yeah, that's during Eastern Storm. So it's the next day? Sunday. Yeah, next day. Yeah. It'll be the next day. Oh, yeah, man. That, that's man. I think that's gonna be the must see event for like the whole year to I gotta, be honest. I gotta plan and see if I can get to that and I'm gonna shoot that. I wanna be in the infield or something. I wanna be somewhere where I know I can like watch. <laughs> and I'll shoot, but I'll, I'll bring the camera, but I wanna watch. Yeah, I, I've never been there, so I wanna figure out how to I think oh, they let you stand cool. about anywhere to be honest. Oh really? <laughs> I think so. Man, I mean thinking the, about four tens there. Like I know they've done they've done the the impossible or whatever the hell they call it with the four, but four ten. They really never got any of like the the top teams, you know. Like it's, it's I don't think that, I don't think any of them are running four tens either. It, yeah. It, now when USAC East Coast was that was that's really exciting, and I mean it's it's not going to be any faster with the four ten wingless and then the three sixties. Where it's just, I mean the national guys just run two two times harder than anyone else. So it's just yeah, it's it's just going to be crazy like that. Yeah, I yeah, remember seeing that. the midgets there way back, and that was that was like, yeah, the midgets are insane there. Yeah, the midgets are insane there. So <laughs> putting a full size sprint on there is gonna be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'm, and I'm also really pumped to go see that because you got that Port Royal show. Uh, you got wingless four tens, you got wing four tens, and you got the silver crowners. Three divisions that night of all sprint cars and. uh I, I I didn't wasn't able to make that race last year when they first did it, but looked like it was awesome. So I'm really excited to get there this year and see you guys yeah. run it. That Silver Crown's always awesome. Uh, you know, if you've never been to a Silver Crown race, anybody that's listening, uh, make sure you get to one because there's nothing like it. They're they're it's a different it's a different animal. <clears throat> it's it's um it feels nostalgic. Like those guys get after it, and it means a lot to them. And it's current, and they build you know, spend a lot of time on these things. But it just it has this old school feel to it. Like, I don't know how to explain the feelings that I get. And I'm not like, listen, I'm not like a wingless, like it's not, it's not, it's not my thing. I, I love it. I enjoy watching it. Like I didn't grow up with it. So like, I'm not a historian of it, let's say. Right. So 
but when I watch one of his races, I just, I just gives me these like old school, traditional sprint car vibes, man. Like it's just cool. Like it's not a novelty because it's, it's legit. Like it's legit. It's important. It's serious. Guys take it serious. They invest a lot of time, money and effort into it. It's just cool. And that, that year I got to see it at Williams Grove, that felt like I'm watching history. Like <laughs> turning back the clock, watching it today, it's just it's just cool. So Port Royal, what weekend is that? 16th, 17th? Or 17th, yeah. Yeah, the 17th. Port Royal Speedway, 410 Wing, three uh, 410 USAC, and Silver Crown all on the same night. It That's incredible. Like, you want to talk about a race card of – divisions you could put together in your dreams yeah. for, me, for me that's it like yeah i get to see the four tens and 360s and you get to see you know all the the second third division ish right with four tens being the highlight when the four tens wing sprint cars aren't the highlight of the night and i'm still interested it's something i have to go see like yeah i'm going to uh, yeah I, that's on that and i was going to go out of town and watch a uh go watch like the cars tour and like check that out uh, well i found out that was that weekend no shot. No shot. I'll be a poor old speedway that weekend. Yeah, I like the history behind the Silver Crown stuff. Like, especially when we go out to, like, the miles out in Illinois. Just the whole the whole history behind, like, you know, like this was this was car back in the 60s and, like, really early 70s. It's just, it's really special to even be a part of the show. So, I, like, the reason that the chassis have stayed the way they are is that simply tradition that they're just bigger – heavier motor fuel is it just tradition kind of thing like i feel like there's it's very limited on who builds them it, it's it's like the very so specialty that it's almost hard to do it's not but it feels like it is is that just because of tradition yeah it's just it's just it's just another type of sprint car it's the same way like the sportsman cars you know just like we're just another type of sprint car and i mean the fuel you need the bigger fuel just for running 100 laps on a mile track with no no uh fuel stop or anything yeah yeah, yeah. chase deets is uh running yeah and, oh, there, and, and that's something that is super super cool to me to see guys our local guys that it's not their specialty uh you know listen and your dad has run them for a lot of years so like i like it's cool to see him do it but i know he's gonna do it to see a guy like chase deets get in one like i don't i don't want it to take away from the guys who have done it for years and years and invest their time, effort, money, but it's cool to see one of those guys that's not their thing, build one, invest in one, want to do it, want to support it, go out there and put their efforts forward to go do it. I think that's really cool. Um, in sort of like a couple, bunch of years back when USAC came to Lincoln and like Monteith and Brent Marks and a bunch of our local 410 guys jumped into wingless and, and attempted to race that race. That was just super cool to see them, try it go do it like it failed pretty miserably i think generally but they did it and that's cool to see that's cool to see them support it i wish we would see more of that some guys taking the wings off i, I get why they don't because like i wouldn't if i race wings i watch these wingless guys get around and <laughs> like man they're crazy <laughs> thing, right? like it, they're used to what they're used to and it's hard to just get your brain hands feet and eyes all to work in a different way jesus it, to make that work you know? And USAC's just just so tough. I mean, like th those guys, I don't know how they do it each week, run that close to the wall. And I mean, like I, I know Port, like guys at Port, run that close to the wall each week. But USAC just it just seems crazy at, you know, all the time watching them. 
and sorry, we're mildly distracted. The sliders they're throwing at Lawrenceburg right now, <laughs> stupid. Like wall to wall slider, just what you expect. I mean, yep. that one Abrams or the 71 threw an Abrams or Abrams the other way was wild air a lap or two ago. Like, holy shit, I don't know how they didn't crash. And then Selzy did it right to him again, did it to Kofoid. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I'm super excited for that whole Eastern Storm and like I've gotten to see bits and pieces of it in the past and I'd like to see more of it this year. Just so much racing. There's so much racing to go see. (laughs) It's insane. Like I didn't go Friday night to the Grove just to get a night off. And I I feel like I shouldn't have, but I'm like, I'm it's, it's June and not even June. And I'm like worn out on just weekend. (laughs) I need a a break because I knew what Saturday and Sunday were going to be. And they were exactly how I expected it to go. So, um, no, man, uh, Brett, thank you uh, for kind of going through your weekend a little bit. And did you watch any of the 410 race before you strapped in? Oh, I watched all of it, yeah. I, I know they take, like, do such long interviews and stuff. So I had more than enough time to walk back and even get the car ready and climb in. I got bored yeah. in victory lane watching the presentations. Um, there, were, <laughs> there were a lot of them. They did one, and then they did two, and then they did a third one. And then they did interviews for the top seven and a hard charger and a hard luck award and <laughs> Gave out yeah. 14 bulls and, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I, I did work the car and climbed in and still sat in it for probably 20, 20 minutes before they uh, let us go out <laughs> and What did you think of the race? Oh, it's pretty good. You can't beat the wee start on the pole. <laughs> I mean, even if you <laughs> don't beat the start there. <laughs> no, just <joking. laughs> the uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, you know what? Listen. No, um no, I thought it was good. Uh, I agree. I, you know, I think that you know, the people that would be disliking him starting from the pole dislike it because they know it's probably going to happen, right? But it's still lap traffic. There's still good cars there. It's not like he had 16 cars behind him that aren't very good. It was all good cars there. So, um, listen, we saw Anthony Macri win by a lot, and we saw Lance Deweese dominate the second night. May not have been a ton of passes for the lead, but I'm telling you, if you watched anywhere but the lead, the racing was awesome. And they were – did you see the video of Borden knocking the camera down in three and four? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I scrolled past it. I meant to watch it. I never went back and watched yeah. it yet. Like, I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm like, oh, oh that's close. Oh, geez. I mean, they were on the wall. And then here comes Borden with a slider. And I'm telling you, his right rear aimed for that camera and hit it perfect. Perfect like, dead on. Is that the one where his car, like, hopped up in the air when he hit the wall? Had to, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I was sitting in the ble- the pit bleachers turn four, and I think it was a slider on Dietrich. And I'm telling you, he yeah. hit the wall. It's like it just like picked all four tires up the ground when he yeah. hit the cushion or the wall, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty <laughs> amazing to watch. Real quick, McFadden wins the feature. Macedo finishes second, and there's a dead heat. Brad Sweet Macedo tied zero. Dead heat tied for the lead for points and gravels eight points behind. So that just keeps getting tighter Ooh. and tighter as the sea, as the summer we get into the summer now. So that's gonna be fun to watch. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to McFadden. He's gonna be getting suspended again for probably doping tires. This third, fourth, year <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> How many wins is that? Three or four already? That's three now, I think. Three? Yeah. Well, you could take away the other one. Oh Let's yeah. Asterix minus one. Um, but I, so uh, I, uh, talk about Port Royal for a quick second again. There was a one point during the heats, I want to say, and I'm standing in two and I'm, I'm like watching them go through two. And I look up and I'm like, 
like the, the they have the you know the big white fence and the billboards on top and i'm like looking at them the billboards are shaking they were hitting the wall so hard through one and two and riding the wall the billboards were shaking through one and two it was awesome like it was so fun they make it look so freaking easy man like it's stupid like you said about like running up there and it seemed fast in your car imagine a wing double the speed on the wall literally on the wall guys were at the very apex of the corner 50 percent mark of the corner banging the right rear off the wall getting nose tight driving it back down off it was it was unbelievable those guys are crazy yeah, I can't. I can't think of many other places because I turned to my uncle who was there as we we're watching. We, they, you know, the feature started. I'm like, I love this place. Where else can you go and see them just get four wide right off the bat? And they're like that. Like sometimes they get strung out, but most of the time, like maybe not in the lead, but like throughout the field, they're like two, three wide the entire time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just there's so much room to race, and it's usable. <laughs> it may not be like at once you get strung out, you got to find the fast line. But at the beginning of these races where like guys get bottled up or someone makes a mistake or, you know, whatever the case may be, they want to roll the middle, run the tops, roll, slow roll the bottom and come off the bottom. Like they have options. And that's pretty cool. Cause you don't get that a lot in, in 410 wing dirt racing. You don't, you just don't get that a lot. Well, like our, our, vantage, our vantage point down in turn two, like you just hear the rumble of them starting. And then all of a sudden it's just four or five wide cars just coming yeah. barreling through the corner. It's just, there's nothing like it. <laughs> anyway uh so that was kind of the weekend um uh ryan blaney nascar winner again shout finally. Out to him. ryan blaney because, uh, 600. McFadden. um i mean what a night james mcfadden and ryan blaney like <laughs> who would have thunk it <laughs> not total underdogs but like not probably how you predicted it i who predicted both of those today yeah really um Looking, looking forward here to the week ahead, too. Uh, uh, you know, you mentioned USAC East Coast on Friday, uh, courtesy of Tony Sharp. Thank you for uh, sending over these, um, man, oh, these graphics. Oh my so God. this is another four. Uh, you got four races this week here. Uh, the Greg Hodout Foundation race at BAPS on Thursday. Um, and then the school's out night. That's with the USAC East Coast as well. Um, and then you got the Steve Smith Memorial on Saturday at Lincoln, which um that's a, that's a big that's ten grand to win. So that you're gonna see a lot of cars there. And then uh, oh, Royal has their camera and autograph night. I believe that's four tens past three hundred fives and super late models there Jimmy, on Saturday it's night. Two thousand one hundred nineteen dollars to win. Yeah, come yes. on, Jimmy. I said it. I said it, over ten thousand to win. The symbolism there, Jimmy. I know. I know. Okay. And right. Lincoln ten thousand one hundred and nineteen dollars to win. Oh, Tony says Lincoln's on flow this week. Oh, nobody's going to go to the uh, race track. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'll watch it when I'm at work. Can't no, believe I'm they're going to put that on flow. Okay, there. I, you know, I'm not going there tonight. Okay, only possible. <laughs> Carl's going to fall off the chair. Um, oh shit! I keep bumping him. You do, poor Carl. Didn't we give him a last name this weekend? Oh, didn't, didn't we give Carl a last name? What was that? Is it Muff? <laughs> oh, speaking of Muff. <laughs> Oh God! Is it Carl Gurr? <laughs> Limited edition. Brett Perigo two A sign muffler. Very limited edition. Perigo's uh, my muff. girlfriend Kim's very happy. She she loves her muff. Perigo's muff. <laughs> she loves Perigo's muff. So weird. Okay. <laughs> <The muff. laughs> 
<laughs> and and to whoever's whoever's car just fell off of sorry. <laughs> I think I the group that member gave it to us. We're like, we're gonna go Listen, get it. Sign it. So. We, we, we tried to do two debris caution. We, yeah, we had in the feature in turn two. They said there's debris in turn two. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it might have been. He, he it was right after you guys took the trigger flag. He came over. He's like, because we were like the only people left there at that point. And I'm like, you guys want this? Of course, my <laughs> girlfriend. Of course, Kim says, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Of course. And then on the way back, stole road code. All right, so <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, like we try not to do too many inside jokes on here, but it was too funny not to. Yeah. Talk about so we apologize if you're listening to this and you're like, "What the hell?" Are yeah. They if you, about? Oh yeah. If you're listening to the audio version, it's literally a muffler that fell off of a wingless sportsman. A random yeah. wingless sportsman, and we had a different driver sign it. So yeah. So Brett, it's <laughs> but, literally signed by Brett here. Makes no sense, but you know, here we are. Um, so yeah, big weekend, and you know, I didn't. I knew Baps had a Thursday race coming up. I didn't know it was this week. Yeah, I'm trying to like find nights to take nights off, and now like the East Coast 360s are Friday night. Stevie Smith races Saturday night. Baps on Thursday night. Like uh, we burned it a little early this year, man. I'm I'm telling you because we were going. You know, it's it's going to be tough. Like. You got this, like, there's not going to be many more weeks now that we're in the summer where it's not at least three races a week, if not four. Because then you got, you know, you got uh, USAC Eastern Storm. Then we got our own speed week. Western PA speed week starts this week, too. Not that we're going to any of that, but I'm just saying the racing. Uh, coming. There's outlaw shows coming yeah. back. Summer Nationals. BAPS yeah. has an outlaw race. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's on a Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. You know, and, and not to downplay Porch Show Saturday night, but I'm a, I grew up a Stevie Smith fan, so um oh Jesus. Jay-Z's <laughs> gonna do a shoey. Listen, you guys win. You guys win. Kyle Spence wins. I'll do a shoey in Victory Lane with y'all. Hold them to it. Hold me to it. I will be to there. It. I, if I'm there, obviously, but you put that thing in victory lane somewhere, and I and I will do a show. And even if he's not, guys. listen, even if he's not there, we're going to make him do it on the show. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> do a if, if Kyle Kyle Spence comes on the show, we're trying to get Kyle. He's shy. Yeah, want to have him on the show. Want to get to know him. Yeah, I'll do a show on 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 live on here with after a win. So <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. Um. Yeah, no, so looking forward to some big racing. Uh, weather's going to get hot this week. Looks like it's in the 90s. Uh, yes. We've been very blessed with uh, blessing and a curse. We've had a lot of rain, but we've had a very cool spring. Uh, and it looks like it's um, good luck. He shot down another podcast, too. <laughs> We're just going to have to corner him at the racetrack and talk to him. Like, I've walked up and been like, hey, good luck tonight. Good. And he just shakes his head and does one of these. He doesn't say much. He's a quiet dude. He might be quieter than you, Brett. <laughs> and listen, for everybody listening and watching, Brett ended up, where'd you end up last night? Sixth? Sixth, yeah. Okay. I go, Jimmy and everybody goes back to the pits. I did the victory lane photos and this and that. And I come walking back through the pits and everybody's standing there. And I yelled, you sandbagging son of a bitch. You just went back to sixth. So you didn't have to get interviewed in victory lane. <laughs> he does not like public speaking. He doesn't like doing this. It's uncomfortable. And I said, you sandbagged the six so you didn't have to do an interview, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, um, and no, I, I actually yeah. thought about that. Uh, not sandbagging, but when, when I got past with third, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> it's like, I know you guys like, like, well, I don't think they, victory lane and all that. I don't think they did a podium. They only did the winner. 
Oh, they said top three to the uh, victory lane. Oh, they did all three? Yeah. yeah. They interviewed Tony Jackson for sure. They oh, okay, all right. Yeah, oh, no, I was walking did. past the track at that time. I couldn't remember. Saturday night, they didn't interview anybody beyond yeah. Logan's bar. Yeah. Sunday night, they they uh, the poor Royal guy came down and uh, not Earl, but... Um, Strasser. Yep. Uh-huh. Strasser? Yes. Uh, he came down and uh, did interviews for the other, the top three. But if you'd have gotten in the top three and, and gotten an interview... I was just gonna have these guys come out. There's no way they're yep. staying behind the fence. <laughs> There's no way. Like, let's go. Let's go. And we're gonna yell while the interview's happening. They they let Smeal go out on the track when they were lined up for the feature just to go take a quick picture. So shout yeah. out to track group for letting us for sure support Brett here. Super cool. Uh before uh so Tony sent over the, the calendar for June. Are you ready to oh. you ready you ready ready to look at it? Because this is yeah. a, this is just four tenths. Oh it's God. packed, man. It's packed. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you got Speed Week there. Um, I guess th- there's actually no more Thursday shows other than Babs, but um, Grove USAC the 16th, Port USAC the 17th. Where are they before those, Brett? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, Tuesday the 13th, uh, USAC's at Grandview. Uh, the 14th, they're uh, at Bridgeport. 15th is uh, uh, Big Diamond. And obviously Grove, yeah, and obviously Grove Port, and uh, Sunday the eighteenth is Kutztown, so it fills up that whole week. Yeah, and, and we're <laughs> probably gonna start our week on Friday just because it's most likely it's gonna be me and my dad at the races. And oh yeah, yeah. Unless if weather looks bad, we might just do Big Diamond on Thursday as well. But but definitely we're gonna start Friday and finish the week out. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I haven't been to Big Diamond in forever. And it's actually pretty close to me, so I'm, I'm I might try to get there for that if the weather's good. Is that so. one last year? That huh? Night? Where did I go that year? Where did I go last year? Watch um... you. You went to Big Diamond, I think. Is that what that was called? Yeah, it was uh 360s or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was URC was running. I haven't been there since I was a kid. Like I used to go there when I was young. You know, yeah, I haven't been there. I haven't it, been there for probably yeah, maybe twenty years. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool experience to see something different, see something new. Yeah, yeah I just sent all... you like uh, I sent Jimmy our June schedule. It's just, I mean, it's, it's just for that one week. Is it? We do more than just Eastern Eastern Storm that week. It's actually the weekend leading up to it. We have a ton of racing too. But that's the ones that Big Diamonds on there because it's fifty fifty. Yeah. Here's yeah, so, if you see what, so you're saying if you see weather like Friday or Saturday? Are you going Bedford yeah. too? Yeah, so we start out with uh, on the ninth with USAC East Coast. And then Boss, Boss Prince, which is my dad's currently three for three for the races he ran with them, Mercer and Knox. And we're going to skip Grandview with the USAC uh, and just run Path Valley. It, it's another show for me. I don't get to run a whole lot. You know, my dad's going to do a ton of racing during this time. But we're, Bridgeport's getting really far for us. I mean, we're, we're looking at the western part of the state. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's far. Yeah, that's all for you. That's and you know, it's that's super impressive because it's it's literally just the two of you guys. Like for you guys, for part, it's a yeah. very ambitious. So many different cars. You got one, two, three, four different cars. Yeah, well, there's going to be four cars dirty hit by the end of this whole week. <laughs> And we're probably racing the next week and two somewhere with at least two of them. 
I don't remember how the schedule works out, but so with like, how do you get the time? Like shop time, like every year you know, and every day, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we both work full time jobs too. Just, I mean, I, I'm yeah. I, I'm lucky to have uh, work four ten, so I get every Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which is awesome for racing. But like my dad, I mean, he he's he self employed; so he can take off whenever he wants. He, he tries not to, but if if he has to, he does. Um, and what do you what do you do, Brett? I don't even know if I know. Uh, I'm a uh, structural assembler for Lockheed Martin. I build the side panels for C-130 airplanes. Oh, shit. So where's that located where, from John, where you're at? Uh, Johnstown. Okay. How far? What's your travel to work every day then? 20 minutes, 25. That's not bad. <laughs> not bad, no. How long have you been doing that? I just passed. Uh, I'm, I'm coming up on three and a half years now. I, I got it like right out of high school. No shit. You like so, doing it? Oh, it, it's... No, I enjoy the work and, and like the hours. You can't beat it for racing. It's yeah, four tens. Perfect. I mean, also, you get to say four tens. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just it just meant to be. It's perfect. So, so a night like like last night, you get home at two a.m. What's it look like when you get home? Do you work on the car right away? You get some sleep. Nah. Get up and work today. Uh, I mean, I slept on the way home a little bit, but I woke up at like eight in the morning and. Probably just sat around for an hour and a half, went back out the garage, uh, unloaded the car, washed it, and then my dad came out about about eleven or so because he had he drove home the whole way. Then just worked out all day out there and just got home from actually Memorial Day pic picnic with the uh, family right before nice. I got, got on here. A little family time. So throughout the week, you work your four tens. Do you, are you out in the shop pretty much every night doing something, or do you get a night where you're like, okay, we're good for tonight? We go for wings on Thursday. <laughs> Any other day than that, just out in the shop. <laughs> or if you might jump on I racing one night or something, you know. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't get to race with the guys a whole lot anymore. It's not even wings, more of a winter time thing. He's not working on race cars. He's eating freaking wings instead of I racing with us. You, you eat wings instead of racing with them. Uh, you know how I miss some races on Thursday with you guys. Yeah. Normally, because we get home late from like uh, going out for wings and stuff, wings and beer. <laughs> That's but I mean, any other day, Monday to Wednesday and Fridays that we don't race, but we're out, out in the garage at least 1030 at night, sometimes 11. Yeah, I, I wake up at 430 to 5 for work the next morning and make it through the day, get home, go out in the garage, stay out there till about 11 o'clock again. Just keep repeating it. And I guess it's harder when you, when you tear shit up the week before, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little more difficult. <laughs> but I, I, I'm lucky that you have quite a, a lot of stuff now for okay. being pretty low budget i mean I, I i just piece stuff together and stuff that gets gifted to me and I mean, we try to save everything we can silicone tires and stuff and they get holes in them and just <laughs> do everything we can how how well, old you were, were, were your tires tire. last night they actually weren't that old uh, uh I think, yeah, the, yeah but, the right i mean the right front was i think was a ump modified tire but that's who knows when that was Listen, I, the stories I've heard, you have enough tires to survive the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> so I don't think tires are a problem for you guys, budget or yeah. not. Um, so what would be the most – okay, because the obvious answer is the engine. What What is your maintenance like with your car, engine maintenance-wise, rebuild-wise? Like what, what do you – where do you stand with all that? Uh, we're really fortunate with the way 
things work out in their shop. I mean, we don't build our frames, but besides that, we build everything else. Uh, my dad's the engine guy. My, my uncle can weld. So if we do get damaged, we, we go out and buy the pipe and bend it and, and fix it. I mean, it's, it's just how we do it. And we rebuild all of our rear ends. Like if the one gets damaged, we tear it apart and straighten it and, and fix it, put it back together. I, I, we've straightened front axles. And actually, when you get like two bent halves of front axle, we cut them in half and, and weld them together to, to make another good one. I mean, I, I got front axles at two different colors because one was silver and one was black. <laughs> I mean, and that's like over the years, I mean, you have such a background and years and years and years of experience in the family and, you know, being self-sufficient, you know, and listen, your dad has a pretty good, pretty good ride, you know, but, you know, and I'm sure he gets, you know, gets what he needs, whatever, but you guys being so self-sufficient is a, is a great thing. And, and you, do you do work for other teams ever for, since you can do that stuff? Do you, is that something you guys? Yeah, there's a couple like uh Western PA guys that come up and like well my pap will like rebuild a transmission for them or rear end and stuff just it kind of slows down a little bit because you know how people are that they, they take it just to the official guy anymore they don't really take it to like a just another racer you know yeah it, 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 they kind of lost the whole aspect of racing of guys rebuilding their own stuff but but that's just the way we've always known it and even even though my dad is a pretty good ride with uh stamen just he tries not to let me like just get a lot of hand-me-downs from that because he wants me to learn how to do it the hard way like if, if i crash it's it's gonna hurt that week like <laughs> gonna be Jimmy, rushing around off the podcast <laughs> this he has not left me alone um, the entire time <laughs> oh i i hear sorry. Uh, sorry look damn it jimmy like come on man. all right anyway have we talked enough are we done uh yeah sure <laughs> Sure, sure. Can we go? Okay, see you later. <laughs> right. Thanks for hanging out. The, yeah, uh, thank great you. Great last night, uh, you and Dad, and um, hell of a run. Got us all fired up in the in the infield. Not fired up in the chat. Fired up in the infield. Fired up um, in the infield. It should be. And we'll look forward to seeing you uh, pretty soon here, man. Good luck to you. <laughs> Thanks for everything you guys do. Just support me at the races. Just everything. I mean, it, it, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Get some sleep, brother. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. All right, everybody, subscribe, like, appreciate all yeah. the comments and uh, you know uh, the engagement. We love when you guys do this. We 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 appreciate that you guys hated that we took a week off. Um, yeah, we were just ready for a little bit of a break. And man, it was like we got to like near showtime tonight. We're like, are we are we doing a show tonight? So yeah, we're um, watching. I'm watching the race and I'm uh, watching Coke Six Hundred. I'm like, yeah, I didn't realize what time it was. <laughs> it's Monday. It's but no, man, like it was awesome this weekend to be a fan. You know, I got a lot of good shots in. Thankfully, I'm going to get through editing those this week. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter what that we do, it was fun being a fan this weekend. Um, Absolutely. Watching racing, um, cheering on our, you know, our our favorites or not favorites, you know, whatever the case may be, and having a good time and uh, being turned too terrible. So thank you, everybody, for the support. Keep chiming in. Keep jumping in. Tell your friends. Um you know, come talk shit, whatever. Do Thanks, Brett Perigo, for jumping in with us. Um, thank Port Royal for putting on such a great show, and they've been supporters of the podcast as well. You know, Justin Snyder and those guys. Shout out to them. And uh, shout out to Tony Sharp, too, for supplying us with these uh, these uh, the graphics that we're able to put up. So definitely check out his stuff, PA Deer Track and Creative Promotions. Um, definitely check them out. Thank you, guys. 
like, subscribe, comment. And we will see you next week. Yeah. See you guys.